bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Hello and welcome to episode 117 of the Corinne Nidja podcast. I'm your host, Corinne Nidja. This podcast is where I share vegan health transformation stories. We have over 117 recorded episodes of people from all over the globe who have reversed their chronic diseases and lost weight sustainably and permanently with the help of a low-fat whole food plant-based diet. This week on the show, I am speaking with Sam Tyler, who is from the United States, and he is sharing his weight loss journey with us all. And as he would say, this isn't every weight loss story that I share pretty much across the board has a greater underlying story, which is it's not just when that you lose the weight when you adopt this way of eating, it's that you lose a heaviness inside you, in your heart, that is indescribable. Um, there is a heaviness that you feel lighter spiritually, emotionally, mentally, as well as physically. And I'm pretty certain if any of my guests, my old guests are listening and who haven't felt that too, please you can you can you can comment and say no that didn't happen to me i just lost the weight and that's all but so many more profound changes occur than just the weight loss it is an incredible benefit but it isn't just the only thing that you get when you make the switch to this way of eating you get a soul lightness. Now, I'm not saying that it's magic pill. You just feel amazing all the time. I still get crippling anxiety at times. I do my best to manage that with meditation and Reiki and all those things. But I have had anxiety since I was a teenager. And it is so much better since being plant-based. But I think for me, um, it's just something that I need to manage with my food choices, I have to avoid stimulants, I need to avoid high stress situations um, and meditate and do Reiki and so other self-care practices that help my mental health, like exercise, um, healthy eating, making sure that I'm getting enough rest, all of those kinds of things. Uh, yeah, but I think, and I think I actually also need to do a giant detox from social media, which if you're listening and you're addicted to social media, I hear you and see you. <laughs> um, so that's something that I'm hoping to do and start doing very soon is to change my relationship with social media and my phone. Uh, even though I do make a conscious effort, I've got a long way to go. Um, so but that is something that I want to change in my own life. But, you know, overall, it makes such a big difference, a whole food plant-based diet. 
in so many different areas of our life for so many positive reasons for the animals, for the planet, for our health. So, yes, this week's guest is Sam. He is going to be sharing his weight loss journey. And you can find Sam on Instagram at Mr. Underscore Plant Based. Uh, The link is in the show notes. Also on Facebook at Sam Tyler. So the link is in the show notes to that. Head over there. If you are not yet subscribed to this podcast, I put out new episodes every week on a Monday slash Tuesday Australia time or a Sunday Monday Um, for the Northern Hemisphere. I also have my Facebook page, Corinne Nidja, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all under Corinne Nidja. So find me there, subscribe to the channels or to the pages. I would love to have you as a member of my community. And you can also find the Patreon link to support this podcast in the show notes. And you can join my Facebook group, Plant Based and Thriving, over at Facebook too. And that is in the show notes as well. So without further ado, I will introduce today's guest. Here he is, Sam Tyler. Thank you, Sam. It was great chatting with you. Hello and welcome to the show, Sam. All right. Thank you so much for having me. It is my absolute pleasure. I uh, saw your posts about your own recovery story on social media and I definitely wanted to reach out to you and ask you to come on here and share your story with the listeners of this podcast. So thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, thanks for reaching out. Um, yeah, I am a, a huge fan of yours. I, I love the podcast. I love everything that you're, you're doing, getting the word out as far as uh, plant-based eating. And um, so I'm just happy to be here to, to share my story and maybe I can you know, help someone else out there that's, uh, that was in the same boat that I was in. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I'm sure that you will help those people because because your story is really, really powerful. And let's just get into that story. So let's go back to the to the start and talk about what it was like for you. Like when when is the beginning that you're like, this was the first signpost for me that things were going to get more difficult in my life? Okay. So I guess, honestly, just going back, um, 2012, uh, I had a, one of my, uh, good friends, childhood friends growing up. Um, she, she was plant-based. She's still plant-based, um, back then. And, um, at the time I was just sort of eating, you know, the standard American diet, Western diet. And my weight was, uh, pretty much out of control, I was uh, close to 300 pounds at that point, and um, she actually introduced me um, to the movie Fat, Sit, and Nearly Dead with Joe Cross. Yes, another Australian. Uh, so, so at uh, at at that point, I um, that was late 2012, February of 2013. I basically said I was going to, you know, rededicate myself. Um, to, you know, for better health. So I went 80% plant-based at that point. And so, um, and the results were great. By November of 2013, I lost 81 pounds. So that's 81 pounds in nine months. I felt amazing. I, you know, I started running at that point, ran a couple of 5Ks and, you know, everything was, was going 
going well, so to speak. Um, but I'm going to say that I went 80%. I was not 100% plant-based. And so that the 80% is going to affect me later on. Fast forward 2014, the 80% probably turned into, we'll say, 60%. So the weight, my weight started to creep back up. By 2015, and, and, and this is going to turn into more than just about weight, but um, by 2015, I had probably gained half of that 80 pounds back by going back to my old ways, just kind of eating whatever, meats, cheeses, dairies, what have you. So I knew that the advantages of, of plants and what they'd done to me helped me before. So um, I signed up for my first full marathon in 2015. And again, I went 80% uh, plant-based because there was still something in me that said I needed animal protein for athletic performance and just overall health. I think by that time I'd read Dr. Campbell's The China Study and, you know, I, you know, I'd actually seen Dr. Campbell. Um, I went to go see him speak and, you know, I really uh, bought into everything he was saying, but uh, for me personally, I still wasn't giving it going 100% plant-based. So I uh, signed up for the marathon in five months. I lost like 40 pounds. You know, I was in great shape. Went to go run the marathon. This is, and, and the marathon actually got stopped in the middle of it. Someone died during the marathon. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. So um, that was kind of disappointing. But after that, I... Um, 2016, I finally, you know, ran my first marathon, 80% plant-based. That was June of 2016. At that point, I just really just fell off the rails again. By 2017, uh, well, my wife got pregnant early 2017. And I guess from, from June of 2016 through August, of 2017, I gained close to 100 pounds. I just stopped running, uh, you know, just just out of control. My husband always, always, well, not always, once with my first pregnancy, my husband got pregnant too. <laughs> he just, yeah, yeah, he yes. got pregnant no, too. He had a food baby true. while I, had. yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I mean, and and, and that's that's a good segue. So. Um, August of 2017, we had our, our, my wife and I had our baby shower for our son. And yeah, I was looking at the pictures and like, it literally looked like I was the one that was pregnant. Like I was bigger than her. And like, at that point, you know, I was just like, this is insane, Sam. Like you've, you know, you, you just ran a marathon last year. You've, you've got to do something. We've got, you know, I've got a son coming into the world and I want to be around for him. Um, yeah, I've, I've got a daughter too, an older daughter. Um, yeah, I want to be around for her as well. And, um, so, you know, at that point, um, after I saw those pictures from the baby shower, you know, I made a commitment. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do better, but, um, you know, fast forward a month, uh, after that. So that would be September, 2017. I was living in uh, the Washington DC area at the time. And riding the the metro to work, and in in DC there's a a daily newspaper called the Express, and so I'm just reading daily news, and uh, the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine had an ad in the in the paper 
for a um, uh, for individuals that wanted to be part of a study that focused on uh, a low fat vegan diet and its effects on metabolism and uh, gut health and weight loss. And so this kind of piqued my interest and I got in, in touch with PCRM and um, a month later they interviewed me and they agreed to let me be part of the study. And so during the interview, um, Dr. Uh, Helena uh, Kaliova, she is the director of clinical research at PCRM. You know, she kind of asked me my background. I told her, you know, I've, I'd gone 80% plant-based before with great results. And she said, well, you know, you're going to be part of this study. And she encouraged me to even go vegan before the study started. And so at that point, um, I was just like, eh, the holidays are coming. It was like October. I'm like, maybe we'll see. And so my son uh, was born on October 23rd, but the the day he was born or the, the day before he was born, I should say, I was, um, we were at home, my wife and I, and she eventually started going to uh, contractions. But at that point, I, I had the the information from PCRM about, you know, going, taking the plant-based, going plant-based. And I was, I'd just been reading it all day long. And it was like something inside of me was saying, you need to like give this a hundred percent this time, like no 80%, just, just, just do it. And, um, I haven't really told many people this, but, um, at that point, and I don't, for whatever reasons, I started having chest pains. Um, I was having shortness of breath, you know, um, and I don't know if it had anything to do with, you know, my wife was going to labor, but honestly, like, I, I don't think that was it. I think I was, um, I was on my way to having some serious health issues. Uh, so my son was born October 23rd, November 10th, 2017. I basically got up. It was a Friday morning. I got up and I said, I am going to commit to doing this, uh, plant-based lifestyle a hundred percent. Yeah. So from there, I just, I made up my mind and that was the main thing. And so from there, um, I, I start, this was before the, the study started with PCRM. Uh, the first month I lost, uh, like 15 pounds in 30 days. And I, I honestly, um, I wasn't really going by any guide or anything. I was just trying to, to find food that was plant-based slash vegan and, and do the best that I could. So when the study started with PCRM, they really were instrumental in helping me to, um, to, to learn how to properly eat a, a plant-based diet. Um, the study was basically, we could only have 20 to 30 grams of fat a day, of course, from, um, plant-based foods. The study lasted for 16 weeks. I lost 34 pounds in 16 weeks and felt amazing. Uh, my metabolism sped up. And so, um, you know, through my own uh, mind, you know, saying I'm going 100 percent and with their assistance, I was able to basically start on my my road to health. So, um, there, you know, there's been no um, I have there's been no sidetracks. I basically made up my mind that this is um, what's best for me. You know, my my blood work is perfect now. 
I um, had high blood pressure. My blood pressure is normal. I was pre-diabetic. Uh, that's gone. I've uh, lost 95 pounds. I just ran a full marathon two weeks ago, and um, I've been trying to you know, be an example to those around me. I, I don't really, I'm not a, a preachy plant-based slash vegan person, but I try and be a, an example to those around me so that they can see my example and then maybe uh, they'll it'll pique their interest. I think that that's amazing. I'm so, I, I think that it really speaks to getting support and I think a lot of, almost every guest on this show in their top three tips mentions community and PCRM, you know, you, you, I don't know, you'd be hard pressed to find a better community to definitely to have around you when you're trying to make this leap. And when you, you know, you're, the results speak for themselves, you know, by yourself, you're back and forth, back and forth from 2012, because it's just your inner voice and your inner voice is always going to default back to the easiest path, the path of least resistance, That's right. which is meat, eggs, dairy. Everyone's doing it all around us all the time. Of course, we're going to default to that. But when you get a community around you of people, especially like PCRM, and if you aren't familiar with them, I'll put some links to them in the show notes because their work is really incredible. And Dr. Neil Barnard and many other incredible doctors on board who are helping to do the research and create the, create the in quotation, science around whole food plant-based eating and so that it becomes more mainstream. So it's fantastic, fantastic work. And I just, I love that they were there for you and that they were able to be that community for you to keep you now. It's 2019, nearly the end. And so that's, they've been in your corner for nearly two years now and you've been able to maintain it, which is fantastic. And so how much weight have you lost overall? Uh, so to date, 95 pounds. Um, I had, I actually lost 101, but I, I actually gained a couple of pounds training for my marathon. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're working on that now <laughs> to, 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 to reverse that. Cause I've, I've learned from my past. So, but you know, more so than the weight, it's just been, you know, just, it's been a, a journey just as far as, I don't know, like when you, you know, you and I, we, you know, we're plant-based, but we live in a world that is not plant-based. And so it's been, I'm not going to say it's been a challenge, but it's just, it's been, um, what is, what, how can I say this? It's a challenge, Sam. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a challenge. It is a challenge. I, I'm think, not, it's that's a, true. I think it is no, a challenge. A cha <laughs> no, it is a challenge. But um, as far as, you know, I go to work every day and, um, you know, the majority of people that you work with, they're not plant based, but, um, you know, they, they respect that I'm plant based and um, they've, they've love all the, my results. And um, I just, think that um being that example where do you work sam oh yeah so um i do uh project management and, and communications um i live in atlanta georgia now so i i uh do a lot of consulting work for um some of the hospitals in the area prior to that that's when i was living in washington dc i was a consultant for several federal agencies here in the united states so um used to work for the Department of Defense and Homeland Security, a lot of communications work. Yeah, I, I asked because I think that when you're listening, 
I I like hearing what people do for a job because people can kind of be like, oh my gosh, you know, kind of imagine the type of workplace and the food dynamics and the lunch breaks and you know, most people are probably going out and getting coffees and takeaway at lunchtime and eating things that aren't plant based because they're trying to get meal food quick in their lunch break and so it can be when you're on this journey and people around you are, you know, every every meal time at in your workday are eating you know, getting McDonald's or getting a burger or getting something, you know, meat, eggs, dairy thing. It's really, really, really tricky to not be tempted or swayed by those foods, especially if you've loved those foods, which I loved all those foods. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing too with, with this time around that that the, the desire for those foods is gone in, in that in that instant so and i'm not gonna lie here like i'm not uh just just purist like i you know i have a favorite vegan bakery here in atlanta and i i go there sometimes but um and so now it's like if if i'm human too so if i do have a, a tough day at work um i'm human sometimes there is still emotional eating but you know it, now it's going to be uh a bean burrito with black beans, rice, and tofu instead of uh, a Whopper or something. So I think that's that's part of it too. Uh, um, a, a lot of plant-based individuals, and I, and I'm not, I don't fault them because the benefits are in in plants. But you know, at the same time, we can't be purist, but all the time, like you know, the the day that I went vegan, my dinner that night was a veggie burger from from a burger place. And so, yeah, you know, I don't normally eat that now, but if that was my transitional food to be able to start that lifestyle, then that you do what you have to do. Mm. For me too, I still have times when I eat more of like if I go to a market with my kids and there's something, you know, I'll share a baked good with them or whatever. But I do know I immediately don't, I don't feel as good. And that's the thing. Mm. Yeah. That happens along this way is we start, we might start out at one area and I said this so many times, it's boring to everyone, I'm sure, but you start out in one place and you, you know, I was making cakes every day, I think when I first <laughs> went vegan, cause yeah. I didn't even have vegan food when I was right. first, there was no, no vegan cakes in the world. So I would make vegan cakes as I lo- missed cake the most and I would eat them, <laughs> you know, I would eat them. And, but now I don't tend to, I mean, I'm talking a whole cake because my family wouldn't eat the cake. So I would eat a whole cake, you know, (laughs) but now I know I'd feel so disgusting after eating a whole cake or, you know, those cakes then had more oil, had oil in them. And now I don't bake with oil. And now along the road, now when I fall off, off the wagon, it's so different to falling off the wagon eight years ago or for you two years ago. Right. Right, right. Because you just start yeah. to go, oh, my gosh, like if I go out and get Chinese with my husband and kids and I get the veg- vegetarian dumplings, they're full of their white, I don't know what they're made yeah. of even, wheat right, and right. oil. And I just oil. always feel Salt. bloated and salty yeah. and disgusting. Mm-hmm. And so right. now he always goes, look, I'm going here with the kids. Do you want to go? I don't think you do. I'm like, I don't want to go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, and and that's the thing too. Like I think part of this journey has shown how much strength um, I do have because there. If you would have told me this several years ago that I could resist all those type foods, I'd be like you're crazy. 
I mean... Can you talk a bit about how you ate and lived before making the switch? Because I, I'm aware that you were 300 pounds, but what was food like for you? What did it mean? When did you, how did you use food and how, what kind of foods did you love and did you eat for your life? Uh, uh, so uh, a lot of meat. Uh, a lot of steaks, uh, hamburgers. I have a sweet tooth. I still have a sweet tooth. So a lot of cake. Um, I mean, honestly, uh, you know, there was a point, um, you know, my wife and I, or I should say I, <laughs> but she wasn't, um, you know, we, I was basically eating cake every other day. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so, it, of course, that diabetes is going to come and wait and all the rest. How was your health apart from the weight? Uh, I had high blood pressure. I used to have a lot of brain fog. My mind would just like, just go blank. Besides that, uh, th those were the main issues. I mean, I just didn't feel comfortable. Um, just, just with myself. That's the tricky thing for many people is that when it's People think, oh, you know, I was 100 and, well, we have kilos here, so I was over 100 kilos at my heaviest. And that discomfort, it is something that we just think, oh, well, cause there's so many people, 70% of people in Australia and England and mm -hmm. um, America are overweight or obese. And we take that discomfort kind of for granted <laughs> because everyone's yeah. living in that. That's the homeostasis of most of the population. But right. But for me, and I'm sure for you, there's so many things about, you know, the sweating and the walking and the flights of stairs and the That's sore right. feet at the end of the day because you're carrying all, all that excess weight and the sore joints and just the niggly pains and difficulty, even just it's difficult. It's difficult to be yep. in that body and not from a shaming way, just from a, I found it hard. Really hard. Yeah, no. You so I mean, when you just said that just now, like um, I'd forgotten it, but I used to sweat constantly, <laughs> like I, just walking up stairs. I mean, <laughs> sweat in the middle of the winter time. And so when I went plant based, you know that that went away. <laughs> and see that that's something I'd forgotten. But uh, yeah, that I used to get embarrassed about that same i was the same with the sweat and i still i still am not a non-sweaty person i think that's part of my dna but, <laughs> but but yeah the sweat and for me chafe like chafing for good women you have to wear the dresses in summer and i just right. be like i am just dreading summer because i'm going to be so uncomfortable or i'm going to have to wear shorts under my dress or something right. like that and i know that's not the right. same probably for men, but I mean, it's just uncomfortable. And I think that that has, a men has an implication possibly more on your mental health than mm -hmm. anything else, because you're just not getting as much joy from life. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And when did it start for you? When did the weight gain start? Like, how old were you? Well, I mean, I've, I've actually dealt with it on and off uh, a good part of my life. Um, you know, my, my, um, yeah, I ate like most Americans growing up, um, just kind of standard food. <laughs> so, you know, I, but honestly, until my uh, probably early 20s, that's when I started to gain weight. <laughs> and then it's just kind of fluctuated. 
so you know like i'm 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 two years into this journey now, and for the last year, you know I've basically been able to maintain that that ninety five pound you know close to a hundred pound weight loss so um you know going back to the weight that's that's been a big deal for me too because there's been no you know as long as I eat this way um my weight pretty much stays the same, so there's I'm not going off the rails and you know gaining 50 pounds in a short amount of time. And I imagine what did before you went plant-based were there diets that you tried? Oh yeah. No, I, I, I think I did Atkins years ago or it was South beach. There's many names for it. Um, I did South beach and, uh, I think I had some success with it, but that's not sustainable. (laughs) And, And, you know, my, blood work I think I had high cholesterol and so that that comes with that diet too <laughs> so um that 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 th- those diets fool a lot of people because they do lose weight but um there are repercussions later on for that too <laughs> like our, our bodies were not designed for that for all that animal protein all those animal products it just wasn't and I think it's difficult I did a post about this last week because People often say to me in my, just in my circle of people that I know, they'll say, oh, you know, I've got this problem. What do you think about, and it's just another version of paleo. It's just another, Mm -hmm. but it's called something different, but it's basically exactly the same. Um, And they've heard it from something like medical medium or someone, and they're saying, oh, this is going to help. And I get a bit tired. Um, I get a bit tired of, even though I shouldn't, but I I was in, you know, it's tiring to say, when people say, I'm thinking about trying another version of paleo rebranded by somebody else. And you're just thinking, I'm just thinking, well, I said, you know, I was trying to be neutral and I said, well, just pick one because they're not not doing anything currently. So I'm trying to say, well, look, I don't want to say, I obviously she knows as my I said my podcast has a hunt you know five people at least who've cured your thing with a whole food plant based diet and I haven't mm-hmm. there's millions of more I just haven't found them right of this problem it was Hashimoto's disease and she said oh but there's tons of people who've healed themselves with this way of eating too and my answer to that is like what you just said is but that way has side effects this way has no side effects there's no you're going to get high cholesterol with this way you're not going to get heart disease with this way you're doing something that's better for the planet this way you're doing something not going to get diabetes this way you're doing better for the animals this way right there's only wins on this team and there's definitely some collateral damage on that team so exactly it's a (laughs) no-brainer yeah no it is it is a no-brainer and and i mean part of that too and i mean this is we we maybe we take this for granted, but uh, there's no fiber in animal product. So you know, even when I started this journey and I actually read that again, that like resonated with me because <laughs> uh, yeah, f- fiber is huge, and you know we've been tricked. Western medicine or thought has tricked us into this protein myth, and um, the the. The issue is our fiber intake, <laughs> and, and and you know when I when I again when I read that you know there's no fiber in animal products that just that that kind of did it for me. 
And I think that there needs to be more education around fibre because I think that it's just a word thrown around, but people don't know what fibre does and how, right. what it does in the body. So we think we can just not have it and be okay. Right. Right. But it's so vital and important. It'd be great for there to be more education around it. And on that, you were saying about your 20s. And I really think that for people who are leaving home, when you, for a lot of us, when we get that, you can cook everything yourself now. You That's can true. eat whatever you want. You're at school and they're yep. just doing whatever you're doing at school and studying and eating. Like, you know, when I went to uni, I was eating like I was smoking, I was drinking cans of Red Bull, and I just ate. It's like a free-for-all. You leave your parents home it and is. you're just like, That's right. oh, you know what I can have for lunch today? I can just have twi- you know, chips. <laughs> I can just have yeah, that's right. breakfast McDonald's. I can have takeaway three meals a day plus a whole bag of lollies to myself. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And no, I, I think that kids need education around setting food when they're moving into adulthood because I don't think kids realize that that is basically most people fall in the bin when is that yeah. is that period when they move out of home for the first time and they're all the food choices are theirs to make and yeah they make what my son now would make yeah. if I gave my son yeah. And said, you can do all your food shopping. He'd be like, I'm just eating donuts. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No, I honestly, I never thought of that because, I mean, that's that's when I left home and, uh, you know, started college and everything. And, and I were around that age. So that's probably, yeah, no, that's a good point. Wow. I just think it's something that we need to think about is that those kids, we're not ready to leave. We're, we're barely ready to leave home. And right. we're so trying to figure out doing the washing and paying our car registration and doing right. all these bits and food is not even on the radar. So you just like, I'm going to eat. We got, we were so poor as well when you're a student and I mentioned it before on this show, but I remember a housemate worked at a pizza place and she stole, sorry, whoever this was, but she stole a bag of salami, a giant pizza bulk thing of salami mm. from her thing. And that's like that week we had salami bolognese, horrific salami, rice, salami, just salami for like a week was our whole house of what we were eating, which is, you know, obviously a class one carcinogen, which I, but you're broke as well. And the broke yeah, food no, right. is so, it's easy to buy ridiculously processed junk food when you're broke and a young person with no education on nutrition. Right, exactly. It's not our fault, Sam. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, I agree with you, though. There, there needs to be uh, better education about that. I mean, and, you know, we've, we've got my, my two-year-old here now, and so I'm not, I'm not um, – yeah, my wife's not. She's not plant based. She she eats a good amount of of veggies, but she's not a hundred percent plant based. But I'm not um, forcing it down my my son's throat either. But um, so but for instance, yesterday we my my cousin had a a uh, a brunch for a birthday, and so um they had options there I could eat. Uh, there was fruit and some vegetables and and what have you, and so um. My son was was sitting with me and, you know, there was all kind of animal products there and he just wanted the fruit. 
So, you know, we keep a lot of fruit around and he, he gravitates towards that. So um not going to force him per se to, to go plant based. But I think if if I'm a, set the example, then he'll steer that way anyway. So, yeah, yeah, I think it definitely makes a huge difference if they're role models, how their how their role models are eating. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure he'll Three. be much more inclined to eat your way a lot exactly. because you're his idol. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was going to ask about your wife. How does it go at home? Like, how is, did it go when you said, I'm going to be this a hundred percent? Was that a challenge in your family? Uh, she, she was, she's been a hundred percent supportive. Um, she's been great. She's, um, she's loved the results. Um, there was never any pushback. She, she said, um, you know, I, you know, she knew that I wanted to be more healthy for myself and her and my son. And, um, no, she's, she's been a hundred percent supportive. Cause I know a lot of people, um, that's a, a, a wall for them when they live with people and they're not supportive at all. And so, um, you know, and like I said, she's, she's not a hundred percent plant-based by any means, but, um, you know, we, she's been totally supportive and it's, that's, that's been great. I, I, every single guest on this show has had a 100% supportive partner and it is like a community. It's just such a helpful thing to have on this journey is a partner yeah. that's on yeah. board, even if they're not, yeah. as I, you know, you know, my husband wasn't hundred percent at all, but he ate that way at home and supported me. And now he's made the switch, but it did take him, you know, seven years, Renji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, um, no, it's cause she, she's on, she's just as big a part of my success as I am because, uh, we, we come in every night and, you know, I, I sort of, I sort of do make my own food, but there's never been any, oh gosh, aren't you tired of these plants yet? Aren't you, you know, don't you want to do something else? Cause the results speak for themselves. So, um, no, I that's, she's been awesome. That is so good. And so how did you find first going out and facing work and social settings with foods that, how do you find that? So in the beginning, it, it was tough because um, at, at that time I was still living in the Washington, D.C. area. And, you know, my coworkers before I was going out to lunch with them quite often. And when I made the switch at first, I, I really didn't tell them that I made the switch and they were noticing that I wasn't actually I wasn't going to lunch with them as much because I was transitioning at that point And, you know, I didn't want to be tempted by those foods. So, you know, I think after a month or so, I told them, yeah, I just I'm going plant based now. So um, you're going to be watching what I eat. And at the time they were supportive. They um, they started picking out places uh, at lunch that that had plant based options if I wanted to join them. But, you know, that yeah, that, that was very nice. At that point, though, I, you know, I want to I uh, was making my own food for lunch because I wanted to try and, you know, cut out the oil and extra salt. So, um, yeah. And, and even now, a lot of times at work, you know, I bring my lunch probably 90 percent of the time. And but everyone there, they knows I'm, I'm the plant based guy. And that's just kind of part of it. <laughs> so we're going to have a, a potluck uh, Thanksgiving 
meal for the office on Thursday. And so I think, um, you know, there'll be animal products there and, um, you know, I'm the minority. I understand that. So it kind of, it is what it is. And I, I don't have an issue with that. I think, uh, that's another issue sometimes that, um, we try a lot of some plant-based uh, individuals try and, um, everyone have everyone conform to, to their way. And I don't think that's exactly the way to go about it either. Yeah. It's very tricky to know what the way to go it's about tricky. it is. It is. It's it a, is. It's a it's hard tricky. thing to navigate because people don't like being forced, but then, yeah, it's just a complicated thing. And I think that doing what you're doing and for me, it's about just sharing plant-based foods and I make my house for me a safe place because it just has to be because I will fall into the bin if I have all those kinds of foods around me all the time. I don't think at this stage I would, but I just don't, yeah, I just don't want to be, have the temptation in my house for my kids or for myself or for Ranjit. But I mean, out, out, just making those foods, trying to make delicious versions so that people just are curious to try at least and have a taste and just hoping for the best. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, now, I was going to ask you about how things are different now. How are things different now for you compared? Like, how do you feel as a person different? The weight loss has been great. That's that's wonderful. But I just feel my overall well-being, just mentally, spiritually, physically, is just amazing. And so I honestly feel like a new person and just the, the discipline that it takes sometimes for this uh, particular, you know, um, lifestyle, like it can be challenging, but um, part of the, the, the discipline, it showed me how, how, how discipline, it showed me parts of myself that I didn't know I had in me. (laughs) And so um, it's just been a wonderful journey because it, it shows you that the impossible is possible. And if you would have told me five years ago I'd be, you know, 100 percent plant based, I'd say you're crazy. You know, I'm like, it's not possible because I used to look at, at, at vegans and plant based people and I'd be like, that's that's extreme. <laughs> and um, now that's my norm. But. My my biggest thing, yeah, my biggest thing is just this overall feeling of well-being. Um, just mentally, my mind works quicker. Um, there's no, you know, when I run, there's no inflammation. Yeah, I can, my two-year-old, I can, you know, chase him around all day long. There's no issues with that. And so, um, yeah, the the feeling of overall well-being, that's the, that's the best way I can describe it. That's, that's been the the most awesome part of this. Yeah. And I, I think that that's hard. I, it's really hard to put it, to make that tangible for people to understand. It is. is. (laughs) But that is for me, the best, the best thing. And you can't describe it. Like, you know, my friends who'll say, oh, you know, I couldn't give up cheese. And I just think, oh my God, once you know what the other side of cheese feels like, like you're That's not right. constipated. Hate it, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you feel spiritually so much lighter and more yeah. able to. Everything looks brighter and feels brighter. It's just incredible. But that seems like 
you've drunk the Kool-Aid in your Yeah, because yeah, I, I think I, I can't convey that to anyone. Like, you just have to experience it. There's, you know, I can say it all day long, but that doesn't, unless you've experienced it, it doesn't really resonate, like, with most people. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's a really difficult, I wish that we could, like, bottle, bottle it, not in a way to sell or anything profit, but so people could just, here, have this. This is what being vegan's like. <laughs> have this. And obviously, I, that doesn't make sense. But, I mean, it would be great they could just have a moment where they could experience how good it yeah. feels when you're not, when you aren't experiencing chronic disease. Like when I was chronically ill and obese, that was just my homeostasis. I was just, that's just it and, and people are in that for so long that that's just there's no other thing this is just them in their body yeah so it's very difficult and it's hard to explain that no 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 like I thought that too definitely but then I did this and I was like oh my gosh you know I have I'm not sitting at night going there's no way I'm exercising because I'm not getting off the couch you know now I have too much you know now I'm exercising you know, sometimes twice, three times, you know, three times other day I did three, three exercise sessions because I just right. had too much energy. Yeah, about that energy, yeah. Yeah, too much energy. I'm not constipated. I feel incredible. I feel light. It's just so good. But I never thought that was possible like you. I thought that I would have to be being chased by a murdering, knife-wielding maniac to be exercising at all. That's right, 20s. yeah. Yeah, no, like, I mean, now, like, I can, I've done I've run 13, 15 miles before work. And so, you know, I've come into my coworkers and, you know, I, maybe I'll post it on Facebook or something. And like, you just ran 13 miles before coming in here. It was like, I have that energy now and it's, it's just normal. Mm. So what would a typical day be like for you, food and exercise now? Like how, how is your life? What's a day of Sam Tyler look like? Um, so, uh, normally I, uh, run early in the mornings. I usually get up at around, uh, three 30 or so in the mornings. Uh, oh, yeah. Three <laughs> Yeah. And you have a yeah. two year old as well, which means they're probably not yeah. getting a great. Well, he, he, he was sleeping well and now he's, uh, he's, he's having, an, uh, um, yeah, he's having some regression. So, and I, I'll give my wife credit for that. She's normally the one that gets up with them. So. I've I've gotten a break on that. You know how that goes. So I get up at three thirty in the morning. I run. It just depends anywhere from three to seven miles, just depending on the day. Uh, after that, um, I come in and um, a lot of times I have green a green smoothie for breakfast. So I'll I'll make that and I actually take that to work. I'll make the smoothies. I drop my son off at daycare. Then I go into the office. I bring my lunch, like I said, 90% of the time, 80% of the time. And that's just normally I have a bit salad, you know, sweet potatoes, rice. I, I've been pretty, I do a lot of basic type foods because that's just my, yeah. Same. I, I'm the same. Yeah. I have the same. Yeah. Potato, rice, salad, beans. Yeah. Hummus. Yeah. <laughs> just... Yeah. I mean, you know, and I do deviate. I, I do make certain things, but a lot of, time, you know, a good part of the time it's just, those basic foods. So I, you know, eat my lunch. Um, if 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 time allows, I'll go for a walk during lunch at work just to get my brain uh, 
a rest. A lot of times I listen to your podcast on my walk and then, you know, I come home at night and, you know, we'll, we'll make dinner. Like I said, I usually make my own dinner. Uh, and we, you know, play with my son, he's off to bed and then we're off to bed soon after that. So when I get up at three thirty in the mornings, I usually go to bed pretty early. So we're, yeah, you're usually in the bed at nine o'clock. <laughs> mm. I'm I'm in bed at if I up at three. Oh my gosh, if I got up at three thirty, I would be in bed at six. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so tired. I was just saying to my husband this morning, I have to because I don't. He gets up and meditates, and I know I need to do that because the type of person that I am, I I need that. But it's my and I I go on and off. That's my wagon that I fall off and on now is the meditation wagon, and I'm off it at the moment. Again, and I, but I know I need it because I get such just, you know, I get anxiety. Um, it's, it's much better since I've been plant-based. Like it is so much better than in my 20s, but but it's still something that I deal with. So I just know I need to do it and I need to commit to it. And so today I said to him, you have to wake me up at, you know, quarter to six or something so I can meditate. And he said, you know, I know what it's like when I poke the bear when it's sleeping. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I know I'm going to be a monster. I hate being woken up, but I, but I have to. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good point. I, and I actually left that out. Um, you know, before I run, I'm, I'm a Christian, so a lot of times before I run, I do, um, I'll pray for a few minutes or, or read a couple of scriptures. That, that's, um, that's been a bit part of this, too, because um, that, that's a whole other side of the spirituality, and I don't care what what faith you follow or what have you, but, um, we all need that, that, that calmness. Um, I, I, especially to start off the day, um, need to sort of come back to center. So, and like I said, that doesn't matter what, what your religious preference is. I was going to ask you on that note, do you listen to Sid Nodder's episode? Cause she has a a book, which is basically combining scripture with whole food plant-based Living. I may have missed that one. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that I'm not. My mom's Christian, and I when she, I hear on the show, and she's a really lovely. But she wrote a book because she really believes that the Bible scripture really fits with whole food plant based living. So she's made where she's put the scripture, like the pieces of scripture, with with woven it into whole food okay. plant based information saying okay. like this is where it says this and that and I just thought it was such a really beautiful because there's so many Christians out there and I just thought it was a really great idea to have a book that right. puts the two things together because obviously she thinks that the two things like that whole food plant-based eating has transformed her life and she's woven it in with her spirituality and the bible scripture which is a which I thought was a really great That's idea. Awesome. Yeah, no, I have to go back and, and listen to that episode. Well, I'll put the link in your show notes episode if you okay. don't have time so that if you click on it, then you can find the link and the link to her book because, yeah, like I she gave, she gave me a copy and it's really it's a really well done, really well researched. So it's got all of the evidence of why whole food plant-based is great for us. But, okay. but with the scripture, which is just really, really nice yeah. to touch. You yeah, know, that's awesome. In the thing. So I thought you might like you might like that too. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, that's a really, really well done book, I have to say. Okay, before we go, 
one thing, two things extra I have to ask you, and that is where can, can people follow you on? Do you have Instagram or a Facebook page? Yeah, so on Instagram, I am uh, Mr. Underscore Plant Based. Mr. Underscore Plant Based. Yep, that's awesome. I'll be following you. Okay, and then on Facebook, I am uh, uh, Sam Tyler. Sam Tyler. I'll put the links in the show notes for everyone so you can just go there and click away. Awesome. And the last question is, what are your three biggest tips for anyone wanting to consider this lifestyle? All right. So I guess my three biggest tips are the first one would be to make up your mind mentally that you are prepared to do this lifestyle. And so when I when I say that, I mean, this is not a, a diet per se. I think a lot of people think, oh, they they lump it in with the other diets per se. But this is a lifestyle. When you when you make the commitment to try and go plant based, it needs to be if you make up your mind, you'll be able to do it. Just like I made up my mind November 10th, 2017, I'm going to do this. So that's that's the first tip. The second tip is get rid of in my story I talked about the 80%. And so that's another word for me would be moderation. Uh get rid of moderation because moderation doesn't work for most people. You end up falling off the rails again like like I did previously. Yes. I love that tip. I'm on board because moderation is I think one of the main reasons why everyone is stuck in a 70% rate of obesity in every country yes. is that they keep pushing this moderation like humans have the capacity. You know, we, we right. don't, we don't, we can say that how we are we with don't. alcohol, how we are with drugs, how we are with That's right. everything. We just, we just don't have that yeah. button in us. Agreed. Yeah. And then, um, number three, number three would just be, just do it. There's no, you know, there's no, there's not going to be this, this perfect time to to give it a try. So just just start it, you know, because we can all, we can make an excuse to not start anything. I can say, oh, you know, the holiday Christmas is coming up, or whatever you celebrate, whatever holidays are coming up. So it's not gonna really gonna work for them. We're gonna have family around. Oh, I've we've got a office potluck coming up. Oh, it's not gonna work then. Oh. You know, someone's in the hospital. It's not going to work. There's, there's never a good time. So just, just start it. Just begin the journey. Yes, I love that, and I think that I totally agree. And you know, even myself, I've been so guilty my whole life, so many times of being like, "Well, this weekend I've got this on," <laughs> and you know, "Oh my gosh, yeah. I've got that on," and then Christmas, and then New Year's Eve parties, and all the summer holiday festivities. It's always a work party and a thing, and you just think, "Oh well, I'll do that." I'll start that in January and that's three months where you're slipping further into your problems and right. when are you going to start it? And when, what next yeah. is always going to be a party. There's always going to be another Christmas coming up. Yeah. You may as well just white knuckle it through this Christmas. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No, make, make, make today or tomorrow per se, make that your new day, your new year. <laughs> Like it doesn't, you know, a, a calendar year is just you know, a, a change in the calendar year, but, you know, you can make the change in your life at this moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that, Sam. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your story. I really appreciate it. 
And I know the people who are listening who have struggled or have struggled with food addiction or have struggled with weight gain or just falling off and back on whole food plant-based eating will really benefit from listening to your story because we've all struggled. And I think that, you know, it's the odd isolated few who managed to just make the switch to hundred percent overnight after watching Forks Over Knives and good yep. on them. That's amazing. Yeah, but it's great. For me and you and many others, it's been an up and down thing. And, to, and so hearing other people share that it wasn't linear, they didn't just get from point A to point B effortlessly, that there's, there's, there's mindset issues as well. There's so many factors at play mm-hmm. when we're changing years of unhelpful habits that aren't aligned with who we want to be and where we want to go as a person. But forgiveness is the key, I think, in that. I think the key is... Definitely. We could spend a long time going, oh, my gosh, how did I get to that way? How did I, why did I gain all this weight back after losing this weight? It's hopeless for me because I'm never good at this. I've done this so many times. But none of that thinking helps us move forward. And I think just loving ourselves and thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, Sam's been through what I've been through and he's at the other side and regardless of where I am in my life, there's always a new day tomorrow and let's just forgive ourselves and move forward into that new day. That new meal, there's always a next meal where That's you right. can yeah. make a different choice. Exactly. Thank you Agreed. so much, Sam. Thank you so much. Now, it's been a pleasure uh, being on your show. I, like I said, I'm a huge fan of your podcast, so this has been really awesome I'm, and I hope that my story can help inspire just a, a few people. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. It was so wonderful talking to you. And I know that you're going to do some great work spreading the whole food plant-based word over there in the United States. And thank you to everyone for listening and supporting this podcast. I am so happy to have you along for the ride and for your support and comments and messages and all those things. So thank you. And I will see you all next week. Oh, and don't forget to go over to Mr. Underscore Plant Based on Instagram and Sam Tyler on Facebook and follow Sam's incredible journey. All right. Bye. Bags are packed. Are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road. Riding with you in the sunnier day.